0: start this tuned in with a question to you willis have you ever heard of the movie the double it's from the last 10 years no okay this is a film starring jesse eisenberg that i stumbled across on prime where he plays two different characters and that's not a twist it's literally in the tagline of the movie Mm -hmm. it's this kind of weird surrealist almost dystopian kind of like black comedy where this guy played by jesse eisenberg is just a schmuck who is deeply uncharismatic deeply Mm. like you know anxiety ridden someone who just has all of these problems where he can't seem to make friends get a girlfriend move up the ladder in his job until one day
1: Classic Jesse Eisenberg,
0: classic Jesse Bro. Eisenberg. He's either Zuckerberg or he's the guy in thirty minutes or less. Um uh, till one day, a new guy starts working at his job, and it's the spitting image of himself. And um, yeah. except for all the opposite, you know, he's the person who can get all the friends, all the girls, all of this stuff. And it becomes this like, really introspective. A film about your sense of self and setting yourself apart, but also understanding like, like where you fit into the mold of society and if you do fit into the mold. And yeah. I fucking loved this movie. It took me too long to get to that point, but I loved this movie. <laughs> I watched it and I was like, how did I – another one where I'm like, how did I never even hear yeah. about this film? Um, amazing production design amazing costume design sound design everything like it kind of feels like a hitchcock movie at some points um like a noir at some time i mean it's
1: interesting i'm just looking at the idea here who the director is who is i don't even i didn't even it's richard iote iote
0: richard iote
1: from uh moss from the it crowd
0: oh it totally makes sense oh my god Okay, it makes sense um, now.
1: And like, I mean, so many other things at this point. I remember yeah. watching him, you know, way back in the day, but he's become like kind of a like a powerhouse. Uh,
0: yeah. And and this movie for real, like it has such a specific tone and vision. And I was like, whoa, this is like really this this takes a certain kind of filmmaker. Um, and, you know, it puts you off like balance a little bit, but it's funny, it's disturbing it's weird it's like the exact right kind of movie for me like at any point during the day it's not super long um and i thought it was great jesse eisenberg like doing both sides of what he does really well and i was like what the this is genius like i'm sure he picked him for that yeah yeah um definitely in the coherence vein of like how did i not see this really cheap (laughs) indie film um but i thought it was great so yeah the double nice that's so crazy what a what a weird uh, where's it streaming? I gotta watch this one. Prime, Prime, and other Prime. places too, but it's free on Prime right now. All so,
1: right. yeah, added to watch list. Um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, if we're talking about playing to type, um, mm. I watched a movie that very much does not do that. Oh, uh, this past week I kind of played a little bit of catch up on things that I'm like I should have seen that this year, uh, and I watched Blackberry. Ah, oh, yeah. Which is, you know, the story of BlackBerry, um, the company, mm-hmm. from pretty much incarnation through, like, Crash.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, yeah.
1: Starring Jay Baruchel—I can never say his last name—Jay Bar- Baruchel? I don't know. Sure. <laughs> I
0: know yeah. who you're talking about.
1: <laughs> uh, and Glenn Howard in, Um, Yeah. Which I don't think I've ever seen Glenn Howardin in anything else except Always Sunny. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he's been in things here and there, but right. They are both fantastic in this movie. This movie's really good. Damn. I was like pleasantly surprised. I mean, like I feel like I kind of wrote it off because it landed at that same time as all of those other product movies, you know, like Tetris and all that kind of stuff, and I Air, was like, yeah. Yeah, and this one felt like it had cast Glenn Howerton in a serious role, and I was like, okay, Blackberry.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um,
1: but this movie's Really good. Their performances are really, really intense. Um, the only the only like knock I'll give it is the script goes really, really strong and then doesn't quite land the plane. Mm. Like it does, but like Glenn Howarden's character kind of his story becomes less important. It becomes more about Jay Barshell. <laughs> um and like kind of doesn't really weave its way back in perfectly. Mm. Um, and it's like big finale doesn't hit quite as hard, I think because of that, but like
0: oh. there is
1: tension in this movie. Glenn Howarden is like a fucking maniac. There were two moments where I was like, that's psycho Dennis, right? Yeah. There. <laughs> but beyond that, I mean, he's like a big brash motherfucker screaming like executive. Yeah. And th- I don't know. I mean, A lot better than I expected from this movie. A lot of weird, like, amounts of heart Mm. and a lot of just kind of like coming of age as a professional.
0: Mm. If that makes sense. Yeah. When they
1: start, it's very much like a, you know, bootstrapped company. And then, you know, by the end, it's Blackberry. um, Right, right. And you kind of see all these characters make that jump. It's totally worth the watch. I'm really glad I watched it. And, like, you know, we talked on uh, Thursday about upcoming Oscars. And I saw this on a couple of people's lists and I'm like, I mm-hmm. don't disagree. I don't think it really has a chance to hit there, but it's not far off.
0: Yeah. Yeah. For Glenn, so, you mean
1: for the movie in general?
0: Mm, interesting.
1: I mean, I think the filmmaking is really good. I think Glenn, I think could, there's something there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Jay, I think is a little bit stronger in this and just in that he has more to do. Sure. But I'm pleasantly surprised pleasantly surprised from a movie that i kind of was like it's hey, fucking blackberry like,
0: well, and it, like you said it came into the tail end of us being like oh my god like can we get i mean they're all not that bad but they're also yeah. all not that good so you're like do i really need this again but yeah I, I hadn't heard anything about it so
1: yeah so it's you know i checked it off on my product genre um letterbox list yeah uh, only got a couple left on there yeah for now <laughs> For now, until next year. (laughs) Although I feel like we haven't seen many more of these coming, but
0: I know. I think they're like this is the time. Air is coming. Barbie is coming. Here we go. Something
1: in the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Flaming hot and Tetris and pinball. Yeah, yeah. The beanie bubble. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Oh God, I do have to watch. I have to at least watch BlackBerry because now I have some word that it's good. It's on Apple. You said.
1: Um, yes.
0: I thought it was an Apple original, which yeah. is funny because Apple original Well, it's is not, it's,
1: it's a, it's a rent it on Apple.
0: Oh, um, it's not an Apple original. Yeah. I oh, think I watched it
1: on Amazon actually, honestly.
0: Gotcha. Okay. For some reason I had that in my head. Maybe it's just the Blackberry thing. Tetris is an Apple. Tetris. No. That's what it was. Gotcha. Uh, speaking of another Apple original, not that I meant to do this at all, but I watched <laughs> the Pigeon Tunnel, the Errol Morris, John the Carré yeah. documentary, which... Only came out a couple weeks ago. No doubt it will probably be up for an Oscar. Who knows? It's Mm -hmm. funny because like I've talked about Errol Morris a couple times. I'm a huge fan. He's the reason that I even consider documentary when I'm watching anything at all because I just wasn't that into them before. And then he made them into this... He makes documentaries like nobody else does. And this really falls in line with that. It's not like one of his better documentaries but he also doesn't Mm -hmm. make bad ones like this is just a true like tried and true form for him reenactments um deep interviews with said subject the only thing that i'll say that is like really entertaining about this film is most of the times like my favorite films by him are staging like just normal people as the people that you're documenting you know whether it be soldiers or people from a town or people involved in the crime this is like errol morris is like going up against like someone else of his stature you know like someone Mm. who was as prolific and as creative and as like john le carré if you don't know dear listener was an insanely prolific spy crime writer he wrote tinker taylor soldier spy and the pigeon tunnel and all of these wildly famous books so watching him kind of go up against this guy was Mm. really interesting because he was kind of firing questions back at him and it was just this really interesting dynamic where errol normally isn't like that it's normally not like that at all so i thought it was really interesting um it took me a couple days to finish only because I was like, okay, I get what this is after like the first hour and I'm not that interested in John le Carré. So I was like, you know, <laughs> sure. I can only be so into this, but it is really good. He's really, Errol Morris is really going like, his filmmaking is taking a weird turn in the last like 10 or so years mm-hmm. where he's really experimenting more with surrealism and his like his compositions when he's shooting his floating heads, his talking mm-hmm. heads are like these major wide angle Dutch angle shots. And it's like, I get why he's doing it, but he's taken some, some chances in the, in this, in the last couple he's made. So, um, yeah, I liked it. I, it it was good. It's I'll probably not watch it again, but you know, (laughs) to, to get through the Errol Morris filmography, like this is another, another good one. So
1: I feel like so rarely these days do we consider like filmmakers as artists going through like a period or like a shift in their, style. Yeah. You know what I mean? because like, I mean, Martin Scorsese marks makes Martin Scorsese movies, but right. It's interesting to hear like, oh, he's he's like evolving into a different world. That's cool to see. Not that Martin Scorsese doesn't like evolve, <laughs> but you know what I mean.
0: True, but this is like there's a yeah. I'd be interested to yeah. see like have you seen his other work?
1: I've seen a couple here and there. I've seen the thin blue line. Mm-hmm. Um I've seen
0: Standard operating procedure is pretty good.
1: Yeah. Vernon Florida. I'm not sure. Vernon Florida, I think I've seen.
0: Weird ass movie.
1: Yeah. Short as I recall.
0: Very short, yeah. Um.
1: But yeah, I, I wouldn't say I'm like versed yeah. in him. Yeah, yeah. Um but
0: Well, this is on Apple, so
1: <laughs> there we go. It's an Apple original, like you said, right? Yeah, it is, yeah. Um This is a drastic shift, but I watched Blue Beetle.
0: <laughs> from Arrow Morris was, to
1: Blue Beetle which was unceremoniously released on Max without like any notice cuz i I didn't know came across it last week on VOD yeah and i was like i don't i feel like that's going to drop soon so i'm not going to pay for it yeah and i like googled it and i was like when's blue beetle coming out on on streaming and there was like no dates. They think maybe December, but like things shifted. Like there was like this big debate because things had shifted around. Mm. And then like, you know, the other morning I look and it's just, it's just on max right and there. it's like not even on the front page. Uh, For me, it was just like there I was scrolling. I was like, what? Yeah. Um. So I watched blue beetle. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not much to say about this movie outside of just wildly cookie cutter.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I
1: appreciate a lot of the family things um, and the attempt to, like, showcase, you know, a Latino family, but it felt very, for lack of a better term, like Disney Channel. Yeah. And then everything else was just kind of everything you've seen before. Yep. You know, and, like, not even as robust. Like, the suit never really developed any kind of, anything around it it just kind of was you know like there was this voice that had no personality or anything like right susan sarandon is a villain i will never i feel like she's done a few and every time i see susan sarandon as a villain i'm like this is good but like i like you're really good and she's really dark but i really i almost don't buy it in general yeah it's susan sarandon Um, yeah (laughs) but i'm like i don't know why i have like a like pop feel good mentality around Susan Sarandon like you know Um and then the only other thing I really have to say about this because I don't you know it doesn't merit being talked about too long but like in the the turn with the tragedy yeah that just like beats you over the fucking head Mm -hmm. Is like this happened and then that happened and then that happened. And in case that wasn't enough to have you sobbing in your seat. Yeah, here we go. We're going to do two more things just to make sure you realize how miserable all these characters are now.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: And like I got to the end and I paused. I was like, fuck, that was really dark for like a movie that is ostensibly for like young people. Children. Yeah. Children. Yeah. I mean. Wild, um, yeah, I will say it's very weird. Although, this is the first one in James Gunn's like new reboot, supposedly, right?
0: Apparently, yeah, because I'm like, there's
1: a whole lot about Ted Cord, yeah, that I'm like, are we just never gonna come back to that again? Because, yeah, there's a whole lot here that was just like, and I don't think we are because even if that is the first, I'm like, I don't see us getting a Blue Beetle, too, yeah, um. Because it's not even really hinted at like where he is, right? You know, or what happened or anything like that. It's just kind right. of like, yep, he has all of these MacGuffins in his bat cave, right? Um, that are gonna help us, but i um, just everything the bat cave, the bug that is clearly just like the um, night owls, yeah, thing, thing from, from Watchmen, Watchmen, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. The CG was good. That was the thing I remember from the trailer being like, I feel like the CG is going to be really good in this. And the CG
0: was good. CG was good. Yeah. yeah. The final but- showdown was super lame again. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It was weird. I because don't even remember it. Wait. It was him versus the oh, other yeah. super guy. Spoilers for fucking Blue Beetle. But like it was him versus yeah. the other. And then Susan Sarandon and that whole thing. And it's just like the yeah. morality. But... I remember saying this when I originally talked about it, but like it literally feels like they smashed together every possible popular superhero and then just made it into this. And like Blue Beetle, I know, is a character from before, but like it's Spider Man, it's Iron Man, it's Batman, it's fucking Watchmen. It's like every single thing that they're like, what can we do? And the entire like suit up sequence and him learning, quote unquote, even though he doesn't have to do anything, learning about this, his new power set. I'm like I just if you well, stripped all that learn. out. He doesn't learn. Like he doesn't do anything.
1: <laughs> yeah. He's not like a he hero. doesn't. It, it just kind of like the suit takes over. He's like, "Oh, sweet. Okay."
0: Yeah. And so I yeah, I yeah. I enjoyed parts of it a lot more than I do now in the theater. And mm-hmm. now looking back, I'm like I will never watch this again. Yeah. Like there's no way. I do
1: feel like you could honestly if one were so inclined, you could cut this movie together with clips from every other yeah superhero movie like you could you know just have the audio track laying down on the bottom and you could get there whole thing together you know (laughs) from like going up to space as iron man like yeah all this different stuff yeah just brutal
0: just brutal so yeah um I guess in a similar vein, I watched uh, a movie called Please Don't Destroy the Treasure of Foggy Mountain, Yeah, which I didn't know- This is the SNL guys, right? Yeah, I didn't know that. I was like, what the hell is this? I'm like, what is Please Don't Destroy? Because this doesn't make any sense. I'm like, oh, it's literally (laughs) a trio of guys who graduated NYU in 2017 and just started writing for SNL and have been super prolific. Um, It's the Lonely Island. It's the Lonely Island, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So this movie's not good, but what I will say is- I so appreciated their flavor of comedy, even though it didn't work for a long form movie. Yeah, that I was charmed enough to be like, "Well, this is not- this is without a paddle. It is cocaine bear. It's literally every adventure trio movie you can think of sure. a comedy." Just but with these three weirdos, whose comedy is like almost weirder than Lonely Islands, because Lonely Island they point out. Like if you watch Hot yeah. Rod, like there's nothing subtle about Hot Rod. It's like <laughs> yeah, look at how subtle stupid. About Andy <laughs> yeah, exactly. They literally point it out, which I appreciate. These guys, they don't really like through the first twenty minutes of this movie. I was like, they suck, dude. How the fuck do these guys work at SNL? And yeah. then I was like, wait a minute. I just don't. I'm just not clicked into their wavelength yet. And as soon as that happened, I'm like, oh, wait, they're actually really funny. I just the movie just sucks yeah. like it's just a nothing movie. So there's something there. It's on Peacock right now. so, like, you know is
1: it is
0: it inexperience in acting in writing directing long form? Well, they didn't direct it
1: well, creating creating a long form movie
0: i I think it might be because, like it's just a bunch of skits. like it's a bunch of yeah. sketches throughout this movie that each one individually I think does work. It's just like, yeah, I think it might be an experience. And then it's like they it got roped into this. You can guess how the movie plays out verbatim. Like sure. it's not a, you know, it's they like search for treasure, well, you know.
1: I, I ask only because that I like kind of draw from what I've seen about this, I kind of draw a comparison to Hot Rod. Yeah. And like how yeah. it was like it's not the best movie, but it's also like the first movie that the Lonely Island made. Right. You know, right. and then Later on, we got pop star Never Stop Never Stopping,
0: mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: which is a whole lot to unpack. But I love that
0: movie; it's great. Um, it's legitimately yeah. good. So
1: yeah. I'm like, I'm curious if these guys are just like in a similar trajectory where it's like, here's your chance to do like a big thing, right? And it's just a matter of figuring out how what they do translates to bigger things.
0: Yeah, um, I think that could definitely be the case. Um, I, might I have even watched a handful
1: of their skits on snl and i do they're funny very much enjoy them yes
0: yeah i might even watch this again to be honest because i'm like there's something there that is intriguing to me but um yeah, yeah not the best movie <laughs> not the best movie but <laughs>
1: it happens <laughs> yeah um i will <laughs> god i feel like we could have rearranged these better to have like a less intense whiplash between all of forth, these but yeah. um i in my quest to catch up on things that i was like oh i should have seen this this year i watched reality
0: oh yeah city sweeney
1: Sydney Sweeney who I was looking at her IMDb uh this is the first thing I've ever seen Sydney Sweeney in
0: no way Um, yeah she's not been around for that long so she hasn't she hasn't
1: and I like I was kind of like I know she was in Euphoria I know she's done a couple things here and there oh I guess she was in uh Once Upon a Time in Hollywood
0: but very brief like I don't but yeah but I'm like I don't
1: yeah I don't remember a lot of that movie to begin with but same um I'm I'm in on Sydney Sweetie. She's really fucking good
0: in this movie. She's great in this movie.
1: There was a whole lot to unpack. Like 10 minutes in, I was like, I don't really understand how I'm already so like drenched in anxiety in this movie. Yeah. There's something just so disconcerting from the first step, and it doesn't yeah. it doesn't shy away from it. Right. Um which, you know, is really good. And she plays reality winner really well. The other guys in it, the FBI agents, are um really, like, oddly menacing. But you know, in, like, a like realistic Not menacing, way. but, like, there's, like, you can tell that this is a, a put-on from, like, the first word.
0: Yeah, they're like, no, 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 it's okay, you're good. Yeah. Oh, but then you're fun. like, no, do, no, do no,
1: she's, dog out. she's fucked. out. you're like, yeah. <laughs> um, It's, it's so like really good, you know, like there's not a whole lot to say about it. It's a quick movie. Mm -hmm. Um, but I really appreciate how they handled the redacted information. Yeah. Um, which somehow made it even more disconcerting Yeah. because it's like, here's literally a moment for you to fill in the blank for yourself. Yeah. And I don't know. Yeah. Like such a small little movie shout out, uh, what Tina Satter, Mm -hmm. her first movie. Yeah. Um, Crazy. It's insane crazy that like to just build that tension just off the bat um yeah but yeah reality 2023 streaming on max
0: yeah it's sydney sweeney the the jury is still out because she is really good in the things that she is really fucking good in Mm -hmm. and then you get the movie that she's in with glenn powell where you're like whoa yeah Neither of you are good in this, so we'll see what happens. Um, Have you seen this
1: movie? Uh, anyone but you? Right? It's
0: not out yet, I don't think. No, it's not out yet. Okay. Um, no, but I saw the trailer and I was like, "Ooh, yeah." Do I like Sydney Sweeney? <laughs> Could go either way. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but no, she's great in reality, and her like anxious ticks and yeah. like I thought she, the way she did that, I was like, "This is really nuanced." What you're doing yeah. here. Like so much is being said without you saying anything. Like, well, yeah,
1: I mean, the her talking about like her dog or whatnot when she's clearly flipping out internally is yeah. like such a fine line to thread. Um, yeah, to walk to. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um,
1: but again, this is one of those ones that I've been like, I keep seeing it come up, and people are like, "This is really good." And It's like I gotta just like hit play on this movie. Yeah. So I hit play on this movie.
0: Did you watch this at 7 a.m.? No, no, I watched Blue Beetle as <laughs> a... Nice, nice. <laughs>